The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Welcome to the Double Jump Podcast, where we play games and we try to have fun. But not this year. 2019, we rank games and we don't even try to have fun. And we got Michael and Christian. This is the first ever episode of the Double Jump Podcast. We're starting anew in 2019. Episode mm-hmm. number one. A fresh world. This is the... Hearts 3 is birthed <laughs> into it. Yes, this is the first episode. It's also the third episode of a list of a series of episodes we've done where we're doing end of year coverage. And despite the fact that we're halfway through the first month of 2019, we're still looking back on 2018 and we have we have the ability to do so because the government is still shut down. It would be weird if that was up and running, but everything is still stuck in 2018 mode, so we're good to go. Uh have you guys heard of the socket? Hey, kids! Hey, kids, I'm turning a chair around, and I'm sitting down on it, and I'm throwing my coat over my shoulder, and I'm saying, Hey, kids, have you heard of the socket? No, Uncle Tucker. Tell us more. Well, my friend Jesus came down, and he said, Tucker, grab Christian, huh? and rank every game ever made best to worst, and make YouTube videos out of it because it's time-consuming. And I said, sure, that sounds great. And we're doing that, but now we're going to take that format, and we're going to rope in Michael, and we're going to do it with uh, an arbitrary list of games that came out last year that some of us have played. What? So, all we're going to do is try to put these in a list from best to worst, and it's a bunch of games we played last year. And uh, we're going to keep things interesting, and we're going to start at the bottom of this list and okay. work our way up. Because if we good. start with the showstopper, it's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> then we're fighting over what the eighth best game of the year was. So let's begin. Our first two games are Moss and Yoku's Island Express. Now, did Moss actually come out last year? Because I feel like they came out. Yes, February okay. 27th, 2018. Okay. Wow, 2018 felt longer than it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obligatory. <laughs> 2018 was a long year, guys. Boy, as a millennial, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I saw Moss around earlier than that, but yeah, I think it, it, it is 2018 game. Okay. Well, Christian, you're fresh off of Moss. What is yeah. going on with Moss, dude? So Moss is a action-adventure puzzle platformer. Okay. Uh, you plays a little mouse, and I gotta say, you know, this is the first podcast <laughs> that right. I'm doing where I've oh. I've had eyes in a VR headset. Wow! And I've seen what it's like in there. <laughs> exclusive. Exactly. Um, Double jump. jump. Exclusive. I have a technical question for you. Because yeah. um, you're probably the only person I've ever talked to who's actually used VR before. Uh, I have a lazy eye, which means uh, if something is close to my face, my eyes start to freak out and they don't align anymore, and my left eye starts to drift towards my ear. Mm. Is VR even a feasibility, or is that just going to make it broken? That is difficult. It's it, It'll all depend on what your eye ends up doing when you've got that thing really close to you. 
Okay. Um, usually, once the screens are on, that's when I don't really have issues. Usually, when I'm on a loading screen and I'm just looking at black, it, it's tough. Like, my eyes start drifting. I'm like, what am I supposed to be looking at? Yeah. And then once things light up, it's fine. Uh, but it's in 3D, so... Yeah, yeah. It's like the 3DS thing, where your eyes need to converge on these two images in such a way that... It lines up correctly, so it's okay. it's tough. I mean, yeah. I would highly recommend trying it out first yeah. before you know shelling out at least two hundred plus bucks for one of them. <laughs> yeah. So plus a PlayStation. Yeah, uh, but one more question, quick then. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I do the 3DS and that works, you know, because it's mm-hmm. just like an object I'm looking at. It's not like pressed against my face. But there's yeah. like this physical sensation when the 3D is working and then yeah. starts to like jive out a little bit Mm -hmm. do you ever feel that while you're playing vr yes it happens uh, especially when there's objects close to me because then my eyes are trying to focus on something that's close to me but but there's two images and then it like starts i start getting double vision to things that are close to me okay and then i start going like uh and it feels uncomfortable (laughs) that's Uh, awesome and then sometimes, like, the headset position, it has to be on just right. Otherwise, things look really blurry, which is annoying. Yeah. And then also, like, with PlayStation, they took concessions to make the thing run on a PlayStation. So sure. um, everything that isn't in the center of the screen, like, gets progressively blurrier. And Whoa. sometimes that can cause uh, visual annoyances. Sure. But okay. For like it's for me i've been able to stomach like five hours in one sitting just fine okay huh yeah so moss <laughs> yeah is a game where you play in the vr headset it's exclusive to vr headsets and okay. uh whenever i saw gameplay for this or any vr game for that matter i'm like i don't i don't get what what the shtick is like why is everyone freaking out about this it doesn't look particularly good on a 2d screen yeah. but when you're actually in the headset, uh, it works really well. I mean, you're controlling a character that feels the size of your pinky. Because when you're in VR, scale and presence are very, like, they're very much emphasized, and you can actually feel them. Okay. In comparison to like any video game where, it, like, scale can be a little wishy-washy because you're just looking at this window into a thing. Yeah. Whereas in VR, your head has like a presence. And the character is very small, which doesn't work very well on a television screen, but works well in VR. And I think the best thing about it is the novelty of the scale. And you're like a character looking around these like little storybook vignettes. Really cool. Um, it's not particularly amazing. I just put it on here because I feel like it's better than like one thing that's on the game of the year list. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's really neat. Uh, my main problem with it is just like the storybook stuff. The story isn't very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a cute framing device, and you like flip storybook pages in like this study that progressively gets Ooh. later and later in the day. And oh, so you're, nice. Like cuddled up in candlelight next to this Ooh. book, reading the next pages of the little mouse's story. Nice. Yeah, you give the cute little mouse a high five when you solve a puzzle because you're like, yeah, we did it. Do you really? And you give her a little high five. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. You get a trophy for it, which is even cooler. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got to, you know, I've, I've seen footage of this game, but what is, my main question here is like, what is the difference, say, between the first level and the last level? Like, what is the, gotcha. the ramp there? 
Yeah, they slowly introduce stuff to you, kind of. I mean, the game is, like, four hours long if you're taking your time. Okay. And so the, like, first level is just platforming. And then once you get past that, then it's um, dealing with enemies while you're platforming and taking out enemies and solving more complex platforming puzzles. But overall, they stay pretty easy. Nothing's too brain-scratching. Okay. It's really good. Any moss questions from your side of the table? No, I feel like I've got. I feel like I've got a grasp as to what it is based off of what Christian said and Red what wall. I've already seen. I, I do remember a very. I remember a time where this thing was was the game flashed across the sc- the screens at like your local WalMarts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so so I have like an image as to what it is and okay. And and yeah, yeah. I don't really have any questions. It sounds it sounds like what I figured it would be. Yeah. Okay, but is it better or worse than Yoku's Island Express? Well, in Yoku's Island Express, you can't high five a mouse, so I, I'm jury's out right now. Yeah, I feel hmm. like the best thing that Moss does from a gameplay perspective is that it's decent. <laughs> is that nice. it doesn't have really bad things wrong with it? Yeah. Like you just you, you slam X to kill things. There's only three enemy types, and you dispatch with those pretty quickly. The jump feels good. The animation work is very well done. Basically, the best thing about it is that sense of presence you get by playing this game in VR. Like, you see, like, you're in this mouse house, and everything feels, like, really small and cutesy, and you control the little mouse who's running around with these cute animations in this nice little location, and he picks up an item, and he holds it up to you. What? Or she, she holds it up to you, and she's like, hey, take this, and then you take it. Except she only does sign language. She she doesn't talk. So is this like a first person <laughs> game, or is this a first person? It, or? it is like first person in the sense you're the reader, and so you're like overlooking what's happening, but you're also controlling the mouse. Okay. So yeah, and you've got like yeah, you've got control of like you can pull certain objects in the environment, pull or push, and then you can heal the mouse with your reader power. Nice. Mm. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Yoku's Island Express is a bad pinball game in like a medium Metroidvania. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is t- I think Yoku's is probably maybe the only game Moss could beat. Nice. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. But I'm not positive. Okay. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna that's fine by me because Moss actually looks cool. interesting. Uh Yoku's Island Express. Okay, so so far the list is Moss and Yoku's Island Express. Moss is the best game of 2018 as of right now. Wow. Okay. But coming up, we got the return of the Overdim. Ooh. Ooh. Which I spent a whole day playing, basically, which is something I never do with video games. <gasps> but me having this like weird insatiable urge to just play through this game doesn't necessarily mean I was having a super great time with it mm. or that mm. I think it's super good mm-hmm. I guess um, I was waiting for the game I wanted to happen and it never did oh. mm-hmm. I feel like we've so Oberdin is one of the games I maybe have at least experienced through at least at least vicariously from the time Tucker and I <laughs> went through it and things just kind of <laughs> randomly happened and mm-hmm. one second there's there's pirates on a boat the next second there's tentacle porn 
but uh so it's a star wars movie yeah yeah pretty much at least it's a it's a star wars movie circa now but yeah <clears throat> um that was I, a bad representation of that game i feel yeah that's, that's what it sounds like well i mean yeah. the actual story to it sounds so having having read up about this thing afterwards after after our, our crazy adventure um i feel like the plot is one of those kinds of plots and i feel like that's a big selling point of this game is is unraveling the plot yeah it seems like if you get that like if it's a plot that you kind of figure out maybe there's some novelty to it but reading it <laughs> sequentially it 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 i thought it was a it, the story storyline wise i thought it was kind of garbage but uh i mean yeah christian where do you where do you stand on that cuz i thought yeah. the story was kind of basic i i liked it uh, I enjoyed uncovering the story because despite the fact that it was basic, it did things that I wasn't expecting, like the supernatural stuff, the yeah. the weird, creepy, invisible thing monsters, and then the uh, ten, uh, what what's the word? The crab men. The kraken. Kraken. Oh. Kraken, yeah. The kraken exists, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of set the tone for something that wasn't you know your typical swashbuckling tale of boring betrayals on a ship even though that's kind of what it ultimately is yeah but there's a couple of cute little twists in there and i liked how it was non-linear which let me kind of piece together what's an otherwise pretty simple and run-of-the-mill pirate story yeah yeah i think that tucker that moment when you and i were playing this game yes and we were just trying to follow the trail of bodies through the through the boat yeah and we get to the moment where it goes from being a murder story to there being a battle with a giant squid. Yes. Was mm. one of the most, I think, incredible moments I've had with games this year. Because that was such a dramatic leap. Yeah. And it came out of nowhere. And, and having that kind of, that surprise come out of it was really cool. Yeah. Um. I take issue almost with how basic the story is. I I don't like that it, it, that it's this reliance on fantasy Asian magic <laughs> out of nowhere, and yes, the crab people look kind of dinky, and yes. I, I, and and I guess at the at the end of the day, it sound, it it read like a bad Pirates of the Caribbean fanfic to me. Kinda. Well, like, uh, first of all, I should say there's going to be spoilers during this podcast, folks, in case you hadn't <laughs> noticed. But um, there are crab people, people. <laughs> um, I got two points. Uh, first one is I just don't think that Kraken is that great. I mean, it's like this spectacle and it's jarring. <laughs> but in this game where you're trying to solve 60 murders, to have like 20 of them just be <clears throat> guy got killed by the Kraken happen <laughs> like one after another is just kind of like, <clears throat> yeah. It's like okay, like not to interrupt the two points here, but I, I I definitely feel as though that that quickly lost its luster when we're just scrolling between these these kraken death scenes. Yeah, like consistently, like, it, and it just becomes okay. The kraken dragged a cannon through the hull and killed this person. And <laughs> right, right, and like the crab people shoot these like or the mermaids shoot these spears. So it's like oh, speared by mermaid, speared by mermaid. Yeah. There's like a whole chapter <laughs> where we're just like speared by mermaid, speared by mermaid, and it's yeah. like eh. Uh, 
And yeah, that just kind of brings me to my second point, which is that I expected so much of this game to be about having to notice things happen, happening on like the periphery. And I feel like mm. it doesn't actually... There are moments where that is definitely what you are doing, um, and you are using that to solve murders, and there's parts that feel like the dream of this game fulfilled. Uh, I think, mm -hmm. for me, one of the examples is like... Um, there's like a part where the mask gets hit by lightning and you're up in the rigging, which is really cool. Yeah. And then you just start to put together, okay, well, these guys are all the same position on this boat, so I can start ticking those boxes. And it's not force-feeding that to you. It's just something you kind of work your way through. Mm -hmm. Or the other one is where they're gutting the cow and you just learn <laughs> so much in that scene yeah. just by kind of wandering around and like oh these guys are all speaking russian to each other they're all playing cards together so i can start to piece that together this guy is sick by this so he's obviously not involved in this aspect of the boat and that's just all it starts to build there but then you also have scenes where it's just like dude got shot by dude and it's like okay next scene because i figured it out and there's nothing there so do you have to list the the murder like not the murder but the, the killing of the cow in the no book no where it's Sadly. like cow was stabbed by oh <laughs> i wish we had gotten to it michael because i think you'd like it but there's this part it's the very first death that happens and it's just a stowaway that was in some cargo and the cargo fell and he dies and it's just like you, it just like writes that in it's like an unfortunate soul was killed blah 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 and i just thought that was really cool because it's like mm -hmm. you didn't even know he was here man mm -hmm. yeah. I, I really like that part so uh so yeah, that's my problems with Oberdin, I guess. I think Oberdin, like you're saying, has very specific narrative issues, and it has a pacing issue, because you've got to... Every time you look at a murder, you got the whole screen collapsing in. Oh my god, pause, yeah. And then you got the thing happening. So much And then if you time. accidentally go to one that you've already seen, they skip the transition a little bit, yep. but it's still like, oh, I gotta walk through the door again, get back to where I was, I don't want to be here right now. Yeah. But I think in broad strokes, it does a lot of things very well. Like yeah. the whole detective aspect, it gives you this notebook that does a lot of things that you want it to do. Yeah. And it does this really cool thing where you've got the whole... You got like this diorama of like all the people you that were taking this too. illustrated picture. Yeah. That's awesome. Which is also really cool. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you get to see that in a 3D space also. But yeah, I just think that's really cool. And then like as you're looking at the person, you can see their face in that picture. And then you, when you click on that person in the notebook, you can see, okay, this is where this person was in, in these events yeah. and all that stuff. Even though the ship map is kind of a mess. Uh, that wasn't very helpful for me, but okay. I liked how some of the how they divvied out some of those tools in the notebook. They tended to be more useful than that. Mm. True. I like the ending also. Yeah, I thought there was some cool stuff going on there. I love, I love the very last scene. Oh, yeah. it's so cool, uh, <laughs> Michael. Spoiler <laughs> alert! But mm. at the very end of the game, he like finishes the book and then he puts it back on the shelf, and there's like this implication that. There's like all these that have happened, but I guess not. Is that his pocket watch, or is that something that was sent to him by the one guy? Oh, I my assumption was that it was sent, but I'm not positive. Okay, I guess that wouldn't imply that then. Never mind. Um, it's a cool game though. Hmm. I think it's maybe looking back at 2018, one of the more novel games, and I mean that like in a good way. It, it's. Yeah. I mean, we, we gave it the title of Freshest Game of 2018. Do check previous podcasts. 
which can um, be found at uh, um, Tuck, Tucker. Where can we be found? The internet. Yes, on the and and the internet dot com. Check your um, Instagram. <laughs> we we gave it freshest game, and I think that still holds up because I think this mm-hmm. game is still. It has one yeah. of our unique visual styles. I think gameplay wise, it, it kind of builds on some of the things that you know we're coming out of, like her story and stuff like that. That yeah. kind of atypical yeah. structure that where you 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 figure out the narrative on your own, and maybe that narrative's a little choppy, but it's still. The experience itself, I think, is one of the more unique experiences Yeah. for a video game, both in 2018 and maybe in general. And yeah, I guess, I don't know if it was time for closing remarks, but if I had to <laughs> make a closing <laughs> remark, it's that I still yeah. think this is a really interesting game. Yeah. Definitely one of the more interesting things come out of the come out of 2018. And mm-hmm. it was... I, I cherished the time we spent with it, Tucker. Aww. Hmm. Aww. I just like you get to the credits and it's like designed program created by one guy and it's just mm-hmm. this one guy's vision of this game and he made it real it's mm-hmm. crazy I respect that and he knew how to make a detective game I mean if we yeah. get any triple A detective games they're just walking down hallways while story bombards you <laughs> yeah. and then you're supposed to have revelations while a cutscene is playing yeah yeah <laughs> or Rockstar pays thousands and thousands to have these really uncanny valley facial <laughs> things. Yeah. And it all just ends with you chasing the perp anyways. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's hard to make a good detective game and I think they, he made a good detective game. Is not as good as her story, but uh you know, <laughs> right. they can all I don't be know, good. Christian, was that kind of what you were saying cuz I agree is Yes. Is, yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't want to put words in your mouth and cut not you enough. off. I have a bad habit of doing that, I think. No, no worries. So where are we putting this bad boy? Or Christian, did you have any closing? No, no, no. Okay. Straight to the top. Uh, yeah. I, I back this decision. I think it's more interesting than those other two games. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have Oberdin, then Moss, then Yoko's Island Express. But our fourth game here, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. What's up, boy? <laughs> <laughs> I really like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's yeah. very good. Uh, it's a continuation of what they set up in Origins, but you're basically a superhero, which I really like. Yeah. Uh, because you can like shoot arrows through walls. There's an ability to do that. There's an ability to teleport and spear people, and then do that multiple times. That's oh. freaking awesome. You kill shark people underwater and flail wildly with your dual blades. Wait. And can we yeah, back Christian, up for a second? Can I mm-hmm. ask something? <laughs> Yes. Is this like so, so this is canon by the standards of like the Assassin's Creed universe? Yes. Yep. Yep. Is it like blatant Greek mythology or is it like Medusa was actually this this smoke and mirrors murder thing? It's a, <laughs> Yeah, it's a com- it's a combination of both actually. Um there's some stuff going on as far as uh like the animus yeah, as far as that stuff's concerned, because, like, the Sphinx exists, the Minotaur exists. What? Um, uh, what's a Medusa exists. But they exist as, like, these things that were, like, experimental, 
things that had like something to do with the precursor next the precursor <laughs> civilization you lost me and so you, you actually get to go and you you have to answer all the sphinx's riddles and you have to go track down medusa in her stone-filled place and sever her head and oh, then you gotta go no. fight the cyclops and then rip his eye out and then you gotta <laughs> wait you gotta do the stuff <laughs> so is the implication what is the implication that this wait that okay. these things exist because of some types of experiments in the animus that, or in real life and you're revisiting it I think in real life also. <laughs> no. Yes. And then you're revisiting it because there's like real people showing you these things. Yes. Kill me. It's like <laughs> that's 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 as dumb as I wanted that to be. No, there's you. that's not even the craziest thing. Oh, so there's no. um I played as the girl. <laughs> yes. And your dad Oh, who is your dad? Uh, Pythagoras. Oh. Your dad is Pythagoras from the Pythagorean theorem. Okay. Oh, and yes. that old class he of died. A squared plus B squared equals C squared fame. Yeah, yeah. He's died like long before this game takes place, but he's alive in this game because you go underground and find the entrance to Atlantis, <laughs> and Pythagoras is there, and he's holding a staff that grants the wielder immortality. Sick. Wait, is it like an apple or whatever? No, it's like the like uh, what is it? The blue like blue cross, blue shield thingy, where it's like oh the yeah, cross the and then the snake goes around it. Yeah, he's just got really good insurance. Nice, exactly. Um, yes. So and wait, so, these are like pieces yeah. of Eden, or are these? I don't know. I I, I <laughs> yeah, kind of lost the thread on that. I was yeah. just having having a blast with whatever was being depicted on screen. That's crazy. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, so so your your character, your IRL character, who you only play as like a couple of, like not even an hour of yeah. the game, um, you see your character finding Atlantis. So you, as the IRL character, go to the entrance of Atlantis, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, it's really here!" And then, um, then you see the Assassin's Creed Odyssey character holding the staff, and she just comes out to your IRL well character. Because she got the staff after Pythagoras, so she's immortal. Oh, she's immortal, she's, of course. Yep, and she's okay. wearing the sweater vest, you know. She upgraded her fashion since then. She's like, hey, what's up? You're here now. And then, like, you um, take the staff from her, and then you're immortal. Your IRL character is immortal. And then your Assassin's Creed Odyssey character dies in present day. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful set Oh, really. you take it from your character? Yes. That's really stupid. But that's in present day. So you can go back right. into the Animus and play right. all the stuff that happened all you want. Right, right. It's bonkers. It's crazy. Uh, that's kind of wild. And the gameplay, the gameplay is similar because, you know, you're, you're firing arrows through walls. You're assassinating people in these encampments. Overall, it's a very similar formula to Origins. Um, I like the setting a bit more. It's got a lot of comfy fall vibes. Lots of uh, autumnal trees scattering Aww. the landscape. Okay. And you've got some really pretty water. Really okay. pretty water. Hmm. I like the story because it was stupid. Okay. I can. Really I wouldn't say it was better than Oberdin. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um. I, 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 so, so Christian, you, you've played most of the modern Assassin's Creed releases, right? Yes. Is the, is the, like... Oh, was that Tucker answering for you? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. 
Is 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 the the modern plot stuff building to anything, or are these just kind of excuses to have random programmer man playing? Yeah, it's if it's building to anything, it's way it's buried under like the emails that you have to read or something, um, because the previous few have been kind of the black flag route where you're holding this laptop and running around this office building but origins and um odyssey you're playing as the same woman and you are like that's a singular plot thread and i feel like it's culminating to something in odyssey because i mean the character the irl character is immortal now Mm -hmm. as of the end of odyssey so hopefully that that something crazy is going to happen i hope so so they might be building to something yes okay thank you that sounds more interesting than Moss. <clears throat> it is. To me. It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can we socket it in there then? Do it, yep. Okay. Below Oberdin, above Moss. Now, okay. Michael. Hmm. AC 17, whatever it is. Um, I noticed there's an omission from our list of nominees here that I'd like to throw in here right now, which is a certain Dragon Ball Z fighting game. Oh, you want to throw that in right now? Cha. Lest I, mean, we I could forget talk about, about it. it. Yeah, we should. We we could talk about that. Yeah. Hit me. Do you want... So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the game that we are talking about. Yes. It's already gotten some press in previous editions of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Mm. The latest. The latest uh, attempt at making a Dragon Ball Fighter game. There's one maybe every. I think at this point every year even i think this yep. is Xenoverse and is Xenoverse 2 and those came mm. sequentially <laughs> um but i tend to believe this is maybe the best dragon ball fighting game they've made yet and mm-hmm. maybe the strongest of those like anime fighters so blaze blue guilty gear take your take your notes <laughs> um <laughs> It's by the Guilty Gear people, right? Am I, Is it? I've am never I actually played there? a Guilty Gear game, so I don't. I've I've putzed around with Blaze Blue. I've I've putzed around with the Naruto fighters and stuff like that, and I've played a lot of the old old Dragon Ball Z fighter games. Yeah, there's but, a there's a lineage somewhere because like Blaze Blue is like spun off of old Guilty Gear people or something. Is it really? That's I think. Anyway, huh. sorry, we could go down that rabbit hole. That's let's let's not go down the road. <laughs> but Dragon Ball. So I I don't have a whole lot of experience with fighting games. I think that maybe we I, I should be transparent about that. I've I've played I had Tekken two way back when I oh, had yeah. all of the Dragon Ball Z Budokai games and played those not to exhaustion, but I played a lot of those. Um and then recently I've gotten Street Fighter Five and Tucker, you and I threw down in that a bit. True. With racially racial stereotype men and <laughs> none of that in Dragon Ball Z, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, it's clean. So Dragon Ball Z Fighter, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, is really cool. Okay. It is a real cool game on like every I th- I think on every front that this game exists on. Right. Um, it's it's challenging enough. I veer away from the online stuff because I get my ass handed to me. It's okay. But it's also... I also found it to be accessible more so than any of those other games. Because every... 
so every character has like this basic play style you know you, you punch kick low punch it's all in the yeah. mind yeah and then you'll find the, the, the onion guy am I guy. the flower into the bowl yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just gotta believe uh, <laughs> but uh there's there's like a basic structure to every character, but then they start playing out these like subtle difference differences. Your range in certain attacks, your hitboxes in certain attacks. Then a few characters throw that off completely, where like their special is more of a grapple kind of thing, and and where they teleport and how they block, and it, it, these things start unraveling as the game goes on, and you get a little more used to different characters. Okay. But it's not like the situation where there's a clear hierarchy and it's like oh if you're not playing a super saiyan goku you're not you're not doing this right right and i don't know if this is making sense i have a hard time talking about fighter games because <laughs> okay. they're kind of it, they're, i think they're kind of hard to talk about and with with nuance but i think there's a nuance to this one that that lets you kind of pick things up as things go along okay which is I mean, while still being this this basically accessible fighting game, which I think is one of its merits, uh, then you throw in like the visuals and the fan service, and they just dollop those on there. Things are exploding mm. left and right. Things are electrifying and blue and yellow and <laughs> like bright cartoon colors. It feels like you're playing with an anime or a cartoon and. And it's you've got the sound effects where things are just whooshing across the screen, the screen and exploding, and and then they throw in a lot of the fan servicey stuff where you have the characters interact with each other and they're making references to things that happen over the course of the series, or and they're actually acting like the characters themselves in those situations. I mean, I. It's stupid, but when you have characters like like Yamcha and talking about how they're relevant finally and how they can finally fight again, it's it's I think it's adorable and cute, and it's like I, I had this really stupid smile the entire time. Aww. Um, I don't know. It's it's I don't know. I I don't think I've spent enough time with it to really speak to it in a an authoritative way but i mean as far as the few games i've played this year i i absolutely love it i it's it's everything i've wanted out of a dragon ball z fighter game i think since at least budokai Mm -hmm. and and i think a lot of my love for budokai is going through those nostalgia tinted glasses because i'm sure if you go back to it it's a those are not good games no (laughs) (laughs) just like just so we're clear uh, I I might fight you on that one day. Mm. GG no re, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I I I really like Fighter Z. I think this is like such a colorful, cool take on the series. I think it's such a colorful fighting game. Um, I know there's people on the internet talking about how it's maybe a new token, like competitive fighter, and I don't know what would define it as that or not. But I. As someone who's very bad at fighting games, even though I like them, I I I had fun with this. It wasn't it wasn't like this hard thing to try to map and unravel. It was this thing where okay, I it builds with you. I I f- was figuring things out at my own pace, and it it's I I really like it. I don't know I, I don't know what else to say. 
I support this going to the top wow. of this crown. Oh. Well, can I ask why? Because uh, I like fighting games and anime nonsense and <laughs> some of Dragon Ball Z. And it seems like it nails everything. Okay. I don't know. Is there, Christian, do you have any questions? Any Are there any comments around here? Like, I'm the only one that's played this, and even, and even then, I don't know if I've played it to a point where I can speak 100% authoritatively on it. Yeah, nothing comes to mind. The only, like, criticism I've heard leveraged at it is that the single player can bit, get a bit long, drawn out, because you're just battling clones all the time. Yeah. And that's not necessarily story-relevant material. But yeah. that's, I mean, about it. I've heard the fighting's fantastic, and that's largely what a fighting game is. So, mm-hmm. And I would agree with that. Like, yeah, in the story mode, there's you, you, it is a lot of just fighting clones over and over again. Really, the only... Other than XB and grinding and stuff like that, because, of course, that's a thing. It's a game from Japan. <laughs> there's, like... Ahead of every fight, depending on how you've made your team, there's, like, these... You have your team talking with each other, and that's where I think some of that fan service is globbed is like not globbed on it but like snuck in there and not in a way that's maybe too forceful just in a way that's really enjoyable hmm. and and that that so it gives you more of those moments and that's kind of fun and it's always fun to see a little meter with numbers tick up in your favor but hmm. outside of that it's it's yeah the, the it that does grind on but yeah so where does it go I mean, I would be comfortable taking it to the top, but I don't know if I want to. Christian, on you guys. I think Oberdin is the hardest one that I would have saying that Dragon Ball Fighters is better than. Yeah. But I mean, you guys have both played both, no. and I respect. I have not played Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Oh, but I'm the one experienced both of these games in some kind of oh substantial. Well, way. I respect <laughs> Michael's opinion and Tucker's enthusiasm. <laughs> Tucker's enthusiasts. <laughs> okay. 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 So I'm comfortable. I feel like I would rank it above Oberdin, but I really soured on Oberdin. Yeah. From. But I me don't know too. if it's fair for me to sour on Oberdin because I. Most of my impression of that game comes from spending time with Tucker on it, mm-hmm. and Thanks. then. Kind of having the uh, dumbed-down version of the plot given to me. No, that's just the yeah. version of the plot. Yeah. <laughs> There's <Okay>. no smarter <laughs> version of it. Well, I mean, I again, I imagine that unraveling that, no. finding things out in that could have been fun to some degree. You're on a boat and the guy says, don't take the chest, they'll kill us. And then he takes the chest and then they kill them. Okay. But what it is, who they are. Right. <laughs> you don't uh-huh. even find that out till the bit. Well, whatever. Well, we gotta move <laughs> on, folks. We gotta move on. Uh, speaking yeah. of a fighting game where the single player um, is mostly just fighting, can clones. I can I call call for a pause here, quick? Yes. So, speaking of games where the single player is a fighting game where you fight clones of characters, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Kinda not a big fan of Smash Brothers Ultimate because as a single player, most of the game is fighting the same people over and over and over again with no real sense of challenge or progress or anything. Well, 
Well, I have news for you about Dragon What's Ball up? Fighter Z. Yeah. It's 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 much of the same. Yeah, but I, think I the base mechanics are more interesting in the colors and I would rather play a an actual fighting game though. <gasps> but dude, you're collecting spirits, you're expanding your collection of <laughs> Yeah. Nintendo associated franchise characters. Yes. Which is awesome. I'm up to 900 now, I think. Nice. Got to catch them all. Did you fill out your sphere grid? I am two spheres away <laughs> from that last challenge, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I did 100% the adventure mode, though. <laughs> uh, I, w- I had to force myself to play as other characters because I was just being Kirby and then doing the down B over and over, and it was winning yeah, every single time. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And I was like, well, this is dumb. That's the way to do it. Or you'd be Link and do his up smash attack. Yeah. Because the three... <laughs> and then they go flying. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. never... I'm going to be honest here. I've never been drawn to a Smash Brothers game. If it, I, I The only thing I've ever gotten out of Smash Brothers has been the... The little tingles? The, like, yes, the, the recognition tingles. tingles? Um, the... Is playing it with friends. Oh, yeah. Outside of that context, I don't get a whole lot out of Smash Bros. Yeah, the friends I have who play Smash Brothers are weird about it, so <laughs> that's not an avenue for me. Yeah. I really like the quantity of single player that they offer this time around and the general quality of single player. Yeah. Because the classic mode, you got a bunch of mishmash stuff in there. Every character has a different classic mode for him, and it's short, sweet, to the point. Like it. And adventure mode, I liked it enough to go through every single fight 100% and had a blast, and I'm considering doing it again because I really liked it. What? A lot of those spirit <laughs> fights made me smile. Yeah. Because there's yeah. some deep cuts in there, and they either take the character and make the character look like whatever spirit you're playing, or they actually put the spirit in the form of an assist trophy or something in there. Yeah. And they, they play around with stuff in a really clever way. Like someone had to sit down and say, okay, what tools do I have available to me? And I'm going to do this to make this like that. Yeah. So, like, you know, you got a Metal Gear spirit, and then you fight a giant Rob that has a, a submarine gun because Metal Gears shoot missiles. Right. It's so cute. You have, you have a blast. Yeah. It is. And I think this the single player is so substantial that every day at lunch, at work, Aww. we all sit down, Aww. we all play Smash Brothers, Aww. but we're not even bothered to play it against each other or with each other. We just play... The spirit stuff. Oh, you lost me. <laughs> we just play the spirit stuff, man. Yeah. I wish I, I could play video games with my coworkers. Yeah, that ain't happening where I'm at. No, that's Brother. not happening where I'm at either. <laughs> uh, for, I guess for me, the appeal of the spirit thing is the first five seconds of every fight, and then I actually have to fight, and it's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it's super cool, and I love all the work they put into it, and it's very creative and everything, but in the absence of people to play with, it's just mm-hmm. been kind of a time waster for me. Okay. Mm. That's, like, really good, though, mm. as a Smash Brothers game, it seems. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so what, what you got you... a diverse cast of characters, like Roy and Marth, Marth and, and Corrin. And... and... Mm-hmm. And Corin and female Corin and and, L- and L- L- Liliana or something. No, 
What is what is the the? It starts with the C. It's like it's not Koi. It's like Roy. Anyway, <laughs> Croy. La Croy. No, the other. I can't think of his name. The when it you have like seventy characters. That's kind of neat. I guess. We've kind of gone over I feel like, I don't know. with the, the roster. <laughs> I feel it'll like... Be, yeah, go ahead. It'll be fun to play with your friends when you have all these characters to choose from and you still pick your main. Yeah. 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 I feel like above or below Assassin's Creed Odyssey would be a good spot for it. Okay. Because I feel like they are very similar as far in like the sphere of 2018 video games. Like They did the thing that the last one did. But more, and then went a little extra, yeah. Which put them, which put them on top. Okay, this year, yeah. And Odyssey definitely sounds extra. I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a good way. Oh, it's extra. It's turn. <laughs> uh, Christian, I'll leave that decision. They be calling to it you. Trojan Man. Um, mm. Mm. I would personally put Assassin's Creed above it. Okay. Okay. And just forget about okay. it. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, our next one is Donut County. Mm, donut County. <gasps> excellent. Excellent. <clears throat> Everyone says it's excellent. It's excellent. Excellent. Short, sweet, to the point, enjoyable by honk. people who are not familiar with video games. It's bespoke. Ooh. Thematically it seems rich. Synergistic. It seems like it owns its image and setting very, very, very well. It encapsulates the millennial diaspora. And I hear there's a bunch of Bruce Springsteen references. Is there? That's that's I think I read that somewhere that there's like a bunch of places named after Springsteen songs or something. Oh. So the bottom of the list then or <laughs> Oh um, well you can honk at a raccoon. Yes. In the tunnel of love. Mm-hmm. You strap your hands album. across his engines, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wrap your legs around my engines. Yeah, something like that. Um, Donut County sounds per- like it's wonderful in every definition of the word wonderful. It sounds like if you guys wanted to say, hey, let's take Donut County and throw it, maybe not at the top, but throw it above at the moment, throw it above Fighter Z. I'd be like, okay, yeah. Um, I yeah. Americana donut shenanigans is like, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Christian, are you okay with that? I I don't feel that strongly about it. I guess. Yeah, I think above Oberdin would be a good spot for it. As far as fighters goes, I could see it above or below. Okay. 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 Well, if we are surrendering the decision, then I will take that decision and put it below Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Oh, okay. Because I enjoyed it, but not to an extreme extent. Um, moving on, we have <laughs> Valkyria Chronicles. Wow, that the dust settled on that one so much faster than I thought it would. Uh, VC four, you guys. Okay. Anime VC4. World War Two version four. <laughs> we got little girls as nuclear bombs. We got squeezing butts. We got. Mock battles <laughs> More and swimsuits. Yeah. <laughs> swimsuits. They're like yeah, and that's DLC. Let's what? Be clear about that. Swimsuits are DLC. What? 
People pay extra money for that. That was not made clear to us during... What category was that? Yeah. Doofiest moment, Michael. Yeah, well, I mean, because we decided Doof was a positive kind of dumb. Oh, okay, so we just got rid of it. Okay. Yeah. Um... I I uh, I kind of don't like VC four. <laughs> okay. Uh, both in a in like a in a thinking about it sense and in a playing about it sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like I would put it, you know, like I don't think it. I don't. I'm not trying to bury this game. Like if you want to put it above certain games on this list, I'm not gonna put up a stink about it or anything. Um, so, VC4, it's, it basically is VC1 plus. Minus. Uh, <laughs> VC1 is a better See, game. See, I like a lot of the new mechanics. Mm. But, like, yeah, I get, yeah, at a overall package, VC1's better. Like, if we were doing the official socket and you were like, yeah, this goes above VC1, I'd be like, son. I'm gonna no. sit you down. No, I would. I mean, I wouldn't rank it above VC one. <laughs> you need to have a. You'd extend your arm to put it on his back and then recoil. I would. Yes, exactly. And I would say, I'll carry the bore. <laughs> you dropped your knife. <laughs> Don't drop your knife. Um. I won't. You did. But yeah, Michael, you're like um, you're you're into this game. It seems. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm willing to wrestle with its flaws. Yeah. It's got a boring Mary Sue, John Doe lead <laughs> yeah. pairing. It's, it, the plot is overly long. They add some things to the missions that aren't, like, the, their ideas to change up the gameplay and the missions isn't, it isn't as fun as, like, your sporadic boss battles and VC1 were. Yeah. It's... There are moments where I feel like it owns that World War II anime nonsense, and there are times where I think it, it squanders that. Yeah. Um, there are... <laughs> I like the little girl being a nuclear bomb twist. Yeah, I bet you do. Because I think... <laughs> I think it's like a goofy take on it that's like... It sets up a moral question, then I think they don't deliver on that moral question. <laughs> Great. Because they decide on it within a moment's notice. It's like, yeah, do I drop the nuclear her. bomb on Japan? Yeah, I do. Rather than like, well, do I destroy a, a centuries-old city full of millions of people in one burst? Hmm. They don't. They don't wrestle with that. Yeah. They do with like in two cutscenes. Hmm. So whatever kind of interesting narrative you could pull from that bit is wasted. Um, you've got. Like the occasional good character, I like the extended cast, but the extended cast is usually always kind of fun, one-dimensional, like caricatures. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it depends on how much you care for the core gameplay of Valkyria Chronicles and whether or not you're comfortable playing that for fifty hours plus. No. Without the same kind of payoffs everywhere else. Michael, if you don't put this above Moss, you're a coward. You're a coward. I mean, I'm, I feel like putting it above Moss. You're a coward. Above Moss. You've always been a coward. I okay, I will put it... I, I personally would put it above Smash Brothers, but I'm not 
a Smash Brothers diehard, nor do I am I the type of person that would get as much out of that without having like eight friends and half of us are drunk kind of night. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael. I mean, we could do that with with with, with VC four and then just buy the DLC with the swimsuits and see what happens. But oh, um, no, I I think I'm comfortable with leaving it above Moss, and that's about it. Okay, I maybe like it more than Ober. I maybe like it more than Oberdin, but in hindsight, I would not feel comfortable with that. That would be a stretch. It's just like a quality of product. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's Cause like, you're also saying it's better than Assassin's Creed, which seems kind of crazy. To yeah, me. yeah, and I wouldn't even be comfortable saying that either. I think both of those are better products than this. I think at the end of the day, both of those do more with the, what they've got than this. Hmm. I just like the horrible gameplay of Valkyria Chronicles in the core setting. I like stupid World War II aesthetics, anime World War II nonsense aesthetics. I thought I did, but and then I played VC4. <laughs> Did you ever get beyond that one mission with the the camp and? No. Yeah, that Michael, I will likely not play this game ever again. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Just putting Until that on I the table. Make the socket request. Mm. Every, Every game. game. We gotta do two and three first, and the JRPG one. <laughs> <laughs> I've put it above Moss. Is everyone gonna fight me? I got my guns out. Nope. 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 I won't fight okay. that. The messenger. Ooh. I don't like the messenger is the thing. I like the messenger is the thing. Yes. This is where we fight. But I like the first half of the messenger is the thing. Yeah. That seems the second half of the messenger. <laughs> eh. That's what I've heard from like everybody. It seems like I don't know. Yeah. Cuz that was their selling point. It was, which is strange. Yeah, yeah they were talking up the worst half of the game. Yeah. Or like the transition into which is so odd. Yeah. Um. You're gonna have to explain this to me. What? What? It's 2D side-scrolling sprite art, basically NES throwback platformer, running around as a ninja, slashing stuff, jumping in the middle, middle of the air, fighting bosses, and then um, you go into this portal. It turns from 8-bit NES love letter to 16-bit Super Nintendo love letter, and you're riding, and you're running around. You're not really riding, but you look like them. And the music changes also, the aesthetic changes for everything, all the sprite art changes. I thought that was really cool. But then you hit like this point, and then you realize that every level you just ran through is able to be returned to, and you have to collect a bunch of MacGuffins in all these levels, because now this is a Metroidvania. It's no longer a 2D platformer where you fight a boss at the end. This is you're going through all these areas using your abilities to get to the MacGuffin in each area, and then bringing them all to this place, and then you can move on. And that's like a 10-hour ordeal, which is about as much time as you just spent playing the fun 2D stuff that's very fast-paced, and it's got this nice quip to it. And I didn't like it because of that. That sounds gross and tedious. You're talking yeah. riding from Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. sorry. Not riding okay. from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay. You got big circular hat. Yeah. And white garbs. Yeah. Yeah. But I really that, like that first half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The bosses are cute. Yeah, the bosses are real cute. You got a couple of twin doofuses and their butts yeah, show. Yeah, that one wasn't so cute, I thought, but... 
that's the boss. Yeah. He like, he, like, poses behind you on the mountaintop mm-hmm. or whatever's happening there. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I mean, Christian, what are you feeling on this? Because I, I, I mean, I just didn't enjoy it, so. Yeah, I think Above Moss is probably the highest I'd go with the Messenger, but. Okay. I played more of VC4 than I did of the Messenger. Well. Well, there you go. But a lot of that was going into the camp, and then they say the camp dialogue, and then you level up your guy, and they say the level up dialogue, and then you leave, and they say the leave dialogue. (sighs) Michael! (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. But uh, I'm going to socket it in right there, if that's okay with everyone. Beautiful. Absolutely. (laughs) The messenger. Okay. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) This one's going to be tough. Well, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I'll just say right now the list as it stands is Dragon Ball Z, Fighter Z, Z, Donut County, Oberdin, Assassin's Creed, Smash Brothers, Valkyria Chronicles 4, The Messenger, Moss, and rounding out the bottom is poor Yoku's Island Express. Oh. Which is not a bad game. We, no, we not say. at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of the whipping boy here, it seems like. But <laughs> It is. Red Dead 2. Hmm. Well, mm. Cowboys and Engines. I would feel comfortable taking to this to the, taking this to the top. I wouldn't. Hmm. It seems like a bad game to me from what I've heard. <laughs> it seems yeah. like it can it it seems like storyline-wise it's one of the most engage, one of the more engaging stories from the year. Narratively. Mm-hmm. It seems like it carries its setting. It owns its setting very well. But I like to have fun. <laughs> See, that's where you're wrong, Tucker. It's oh. 2K16 plus 3. Games aren't about fun anymore. She screamed text me, you son of a gun. <laughs> Get out of this podcast. Uh, uh, I'm going to fight this I think, one. <laughs> I think there are very, very, very... It sounds as though there are very reasonable criticisms to levy against this thing, but based off of the conversations we've had about Red Dead 2, I personally am comfortable throwing it at the top. I don't think this can go to the top because not only do I think it sounds terrible, Christian, you seemed like you were sick of it by the end of it. <laughs> I was. I was sick of it by the end. I enjoyed my time with Assassin's Creed significantly more despite the fact that the story was just a big joke in Assassin's Creed and yeah. Red Dead. It's, you know, a tour de force as far as the narrative is concerned. But as soon as you hop on a horse and sit there and tap X for 15 minutes... I was ready to That's just so play immersive. Assassin's Creed Odyssey and jump down mountains without fall damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Climb on dongs. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's narrative at the expense of gameplay, I feel, for the majority of the experience for me. Especially the epilogue that is drawn out and, like, kind of... It's outright boring. Yeah. Not good. Mm. And I feel like that's a pretty good encapsulation of the rest of the game. Hmm. Despite the fact the epilogue is just boring stuff, uh, there's there's gunfights in the actual main game that are actually fun. But okay, I mean, my understanding, and I don't have a clear picture of it, but isn't the epilogue kind of supposed to be boring on purpose? Like, isn't there a thing yes. that's happening there? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. To avoid ludo narrative dissonance, yes, they made the ending boring. Yeah, I, I, 
if I used up my I like this concept thing for Overdin. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. we're hitting I will never play this game because it sounds like a nightmare territory. Yeah. I mean the the gunfights are fun. I mean you're popping up, you're tapping L two and then your your auto aim snaps to the person, you slightly move up and then pop the headshot and move on. Maybe yep. you'll pop the dead eye a little bit here or there, do a couple quick headshots. <laughs> pop a core. Yep, pop Get a core, core smoke some tobacco while you're, you know, Tabacky. hiding behind a crate. Hell yeah. That dead eye meter. Little <laughs> continue on your way. <laughs> Great. Uh, For me, personally, I would put it probably around below Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. That's me. I can't speak to anything other than that. Can my wanting to put it at the bottom and Michael's wanting to put it at the top cancel each other out and we just put it below Assassin's Creed? Yeah, this works that for sounds me. like a perfect compromise. <laughs> okay. yeah. This works for me. Sorry, Zach. We can revisit yeah. it in six months. Michael yeah. I think we might have we might have just killed the podcast forever and will never be published again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, oops, I didn't upload that one. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing Fallout 76 corrupted. isn't on this list. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, oh, we're just hitting them hot and heavy here. Delta oh, yeah. Rune is up next. Oh, God. Yeah. I thought this was a game list, you guys. This is tough. It's hard. I liked Yoku's Island Express more than Deltarune, for the record. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm I being like... a negative Nancy lately. We're just kind of no. in a chunk of games I didn't enjoy that much. Okay, unhappy Harry. Um, I like Deltarune. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed undertale for whatever reason i think maybe a part of that was because it was shorter and undertale <laughs> yeah. started getting boring to me yeah. but hmm. uh, as to where i would want it on the list is around that vc4 smash bros red dead 2 oh. Yeah, okay. the Sonic Rock block of the list 2000. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be that. No, I wouldn't say that necessarily. Yeah. Great games. Um, I just feel like I've aired my grievances so much. So you guys know where I stand. So have yeah. at her as far as I mean. It's true. That Tucker has no me. soul. I'm sorry. Ooh. I didn't think Lancer was like, a good villain. Okay. He doesn't That's like okay. Sans winking at the camera. No. I don't like fan fiction town at the end of the game. <laughs> it's not a good thing. <laughs> but Toby Fox is sitting there clicking away, making the rest of the game. You can't see him, yeah, but it says he's not. in a window. We don't know that, because he doesn't know that. He's like, oh. Oh. Well, okay. Put out Undertale. I'm sure he had some money coming in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And what has he done with it? He's made, like, this stupid other Undertale game that is, like, an hour long, and he's like, maybe I'll make more. I don't know. He didn't just do that. He also made an advertisement for wrestling in Japan. <laughs> yeah, that was really Let's be cool. perfectly objective here, Tucker. <laughs> that was better than Deltarune, I felt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Deltarune a lot. Yeah. Uh, up until My- Fan Fiction Town-ish. Hmm. My personal enjoyment of Deltarune was probably up around Oberdin, which is third on our list. But okay. I think average between you, Michael, and Tucker, this yeah. can this can go down by like the messengers, so like third to last. 
Hmm. Um, I'm okay with that. I might draw a line in the sand here, guys. Ooh. And put it between... I, I personally think it belongs between Red Dead and Smash Bros. This is the hill you want to die on, huh? This might be the hill I die on. <laughs> Not the Monster Hunter I think Hunter this hill. game was charming. I think this <laughs> game was charming. I think this game... I liked how it built on the battle system from Undertale. To where I actually enjoyed it more in this than I did in Undertale. I liked... I I liked the 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 Lancer Susie relationship. I liked the 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 hints at the end where it might just be these two playing a game in a closet. There were things I liked a lot. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I might yeah. I remind you the cat <laughs> is named is named Sham. Sham. That's right. Sure. If you okay, let me rephrase this. If you want to put it at the top of the Tucker Rock Block, I'm fine with that. <laughs> is that the Tucker? Uh, is the Tucker Rock Block Smash Bros. and Smash not Bros. Red Dead Two? Red Dead Redemption Two and down. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care if it goes above or below Red Dead Two. To be honest, yeah, the bottom that... six games is the Tucker Rock Block. Yeah, so... I would put it above Smash Bros. Personally, okay, that's where I'm at. Kristen, did you enjoy the hour of Deltarune or the 120 hours of Red Dead 2 more? Deltarune. Okay. Michael, are you okay putting it above Red Dead? I will let you guys decide that one. <laughs> Where in the rock block <laughs> it goes. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. okay, then I guess it's going above Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Toby Fox's four-hour tech demo goes above a 120-hour Rockstar yeah. Blockbuster. Uh, yeah. Toby They're Fox so called uh, hopped right up the list. Mm-mm-mm. That rock box getting bigger. We got Spider Man, baby. This is another fun one. Does it what kind of sound does it make when you when you swing? It's like It's like Oh sure, because you got like the arc on it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would want that to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where's that? Oh. <laughs> where does the swing sound go? This is hard. Uh, yeah. As far as where Red Dead Redemption Two is concerned, I feel like this game is the negative image of Red Dead Redemption Two, okay. where the narrative <laughs> wasn't doing much for me. Yeah. The gameplay was great. I really okay. liked everything I was doing gameplay wise, except for like doing the one hundred percent stuff, just yeah. sitting there waiting for crimes to happen. Eh, once I did the crimes, I was fine, but just sitting around waiting for them to happen, not so much. Yeah. But I enjoyed it, I think, as a video game, I enjoyed it more than Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first, Christian likes gameplay more than story, puts Spider-Man above Red Dead 2. My apologies. That's okay. So where, uh, where, where, where? I think beneath Deltarune above Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm done with that. Okay, okay. Michael, any thoughts there? I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Is is the gameplay basically Arkham Asylum with web-slinging? It's very similar. Uh, what I appreciated is how the Spider-Man game just tweaked it a little bit. So in Arkham Asylum, you could take a few hits. You know, you got that bad armor. You're doing fine. You're a big, burly man whose parents died. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So, but in Spider Man, you you actually feel legitimately like a glass cannon, and you're like swing slingshotting across any battlefield encounter where you're hopping between bad guys, popping a couple punches, dodging a gunshot. There's a couple gunshots. You're do- you're done, though, man. You can go home, go home and cry to Aunt May because a couple of gunshots and you you're done. Just like his uncle. That exactly, exactly like uncle. So Dad. is it like a fa- It's like a faster paced version of that then. Yeah, faster paced, and you can't take as many hits, yes. Okay. That sounds all right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds enjoyable. Yeah, in the I, grand scheme, I'm... it plays very well. And I, it never wore out its welcome for the entirety, which is not what I can say about all the Batman games. So. Okay. I'm, I'm comfortable with that placement. I would put it. I would even be comfortable if, if Christian wanted to bump it above Deltarune. <gasps> I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Personally, I'd put it below Delta Room, but I mean, Delta okay. Room's like this two-hour thing. Well, I trust you guys. Ca- in which I love both the gameplay and the story, so. Okay. I think, so we're talking Delta Room, Red Dead, that sandwich, that sounds appropriate yep. to me. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Mm. I'd eat that sandwich. Mm-hmm. Put an olive on top. Bouderman. With a toothpick. Now, we're in the top <laughs> six, baby. We got six more to go. Six. Top six. Not top six, sorry, but just the remaining six. Uh, Into the Breach. Mwah. Mwah. Very good. You take Into the Breach out of the oven and you're like, mwah. Oh, the the smell fills the room. Ooh, what is that? Mm. Which one was Into the Breach again? (laughs) It's like the uh, FTL people made a turn-based isometric strategy game about time-traveling insects space universe hopping it's a great vision sounds like a video game yeah it is i thought very very well designed yes uh, because you can see what is going to happen each turn so you can kind of plan around it but it's so difficult that it forces you like a chess player to always be thinking mm. two steps ahead Mm. Which is interesting because in chess you don't know what your opponent's going to do. In this one mm-hmm. you do. It's this yes. very strange, very unique way of making a strategy game like this. Mm. I yeah, because with each turn there's a there's a pull and push and tug. You got like, am I going to sacrifice one of my soldiers' hit points, or am I going to sacrifice a city getting damaged? You know, yeah. what, what am I going to do here? Or you can like put a guy on top of where an alien's gonna burrow out of the ground and it's gonna yes. hurt him, but it's gonna keep that alien from coming up that turn. Yes. Hmm. Or you can just sit there and think for thirty more minutes because there might be an even better way. That's right. That's right. You gotta puzzle it out. Oh, I love <laughs> it. It's a chess game. Hmm. I uh, I don't think you know if we're comparing story or aesthetics or soundtrack or graphics or any of that stuff. I don't think this game hangs really. It's just the gameplay over and over. Yeah. But they didn't they didn't waste their time on that stuff. Like they didn't outright make a bad story to try and justify the awesome gameplay that they got going on. No, yeah, it, it just doesn't feel like the focus of it. Mhm. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. Hmm. I think um, it's fantastic. Yeah, I love this game. I think it's really really good. I trust your judgment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I would put this above Donut County personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, DBZ, I can go second. either way. Yeah. DBZ. Like I, 
if I had DBZ, I think that would be the game in like a year. If you asked me what game I would play, I'd probably play yeah. DBZ. Uh, DBZ seems like this like perennial fun thing you can come back to and play. Whereas Into the Breach was like this very concentrated span of time where I was just like so mm-hmm. into this game. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably go back and play it, but not with the same focus, probably. Yeah. yeah. That sounds... Okay. It made my brain itch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I will... I, I kind of like that DBZ take, because it's not one of those kinds of games that feels like an immediate thing. It's not like... Yeah. It's It'll not like you sit down and you, you play it once, and it's like, okay, I've beaten all of the clones in the campaign mode and heard all yeah. of their silly dialogues. I am done with this game forever. Right. It, it's it's definitely... I think it has longevity to it. We should watch um, Evo this year, dude. Ooh. As like a group. Like not... Ooh. <laughs> all watch it together, but just be like, yeah, we're gonna watch Evo. I want to see some Dragon Ball Z fight, fight in action. Yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. Uh... I think a DBZ Donut County sandwich is good for Into the Breach, if that's cool with yeah. you, Christian. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That puts it at second. Might even be, might even be kosher. Ooh. Wow. Into the Breach. Um, I want to add another game that seems to be missing from this list, which is Dead Cells. <gasps> Christian's favorite video game? Christian's favorite, favorite game. Christian, where is your favorite game going on this list? Dude. Oh, man. I really liked it, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really liked it. Kind of wore off for, for me. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. One. Yeah. Yeah. Very good it's game. Got that, yeah, it's got that roguelike stuff. It keeps me yeah. coming back, man. Castlevania vibes. Yeah. It's like crack. I keep on itching my nose, but I still want more. Yeah, but like the first 40 minutes of doing crack is kind of not great after the first time because it's kind of the same thing, and you're kind of working towards the part after that. Yeah, and then eventually (laughs) it just becomes empty, and you're trying to get that first high again, and it's just not coming anymore. Oh, it's so true. But the path to that point was really good. Yeah. And, Michael, you even saw some of that. I did. Not not where that game goes really, but me struggling yeah. through the beginning of it. Anyway. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if I can make a fair judgment call on this. I personally don't like the idea of playing through the same hours of game yeah. again. Me either. And again. <laughs> yeah. I there were things in that game I liked, but they were basically they basically amount to it looking like a competent roguelike metroidvania yeah. combo thing yeah. and I think art style wise it looked really cool I like the little winks at the camera that the game had where <laughs> Thumbs there's up. this pool of dead bodies and it's implied it's yours yeah. and I thought that was kind of yeah. cute but mm-hmm. I, I would say it's I, like more than competently made I think this was one of the best like designed <clears throat> or not designed I guess but like the way what am I trying to... Like, mechanically, I think this is one of the best mm-hmm. of these mm-hmm. games that anyone's ever made. Yeah. Okay. But... It looked like that, yeah. Yeah. Structurally, maybe not. Got some problems yeah. there, but... Yeah. Yeah. 
for me personally, because of how highly I value a very good gameplay roguelike, it would be for me like third on this list. So above Donut County, below okay. Into the Breach. Okay. But, you know, because of some of the lukewarmness here, I could see it, you know, falling down somewhere around Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So like fifth or sixth. I would feel comfortable with it in third. Yeah, I, I really, really, really liked it. Okay. Like it's hard now because I... I got sick of it, but. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, that that seems fair to me. I don't know if I'd ever want to. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable throwing it in the first spot, which no. is my only real. Yeah. Okay. The only real hill I'm going to die on here. So third seems fine. Okay. Sweet. I'm putting in that. that sandwich. Beautiful. <sighs> so we got Dragon Ball Z, Into the Breach, Dead Cells, Donut County, Oberdin, Assassin's Creed, Deltarune, Spider-Man, Red Dead 2, Smash, this is, this list is not turning out like I thought it was, Smash Brothers, <laughs> Valkyria Chronicles 4, The Messenger, Moss, and Yoku's Island Express. And now, the top, I'm sorry, the remaining five, Forza Horizon 4. Ooh. You can floss on monuments. Yeah, I'm feeling like a race around. a hovercraft. <laughs> In a scripted race that I think you're meant to win. You're meant to win every race, Michael, because you're the best. Yeah. And the announcer goes, Wow! Great job! Taka! You're gonna deliver that sushi down the hill. You really nailed it, Taka! <laughs> There's a new barn find, Taka! Yeah. <laughs> that was my experience. Uh, Such a cozy game. Probably one of the coziest is. games of the year. It is. I would put it around like Smash Brothers, ish. Ooh. Uh. Well, I. I mean, you know, <laughs> because this is not my personal list. <laughs> I feel like mm -hmm. it would maybe go around like Smash Brothers, but. Uh, I can see better than Red Dead Redemption Two, absolutely. Okay. I was thinking that okay. too, actually. Okay. Okay. But not maybe. Spider-Man seems cooler. For me, it was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is just another one of these games where Spider-Man was like bringing that to the modern era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I'm gonna put it right there if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine by me. Forza. Okay, Iconoclasts. Ooh, mm. sleeper hit. Yeah, for me. <laughs> for me too. For me, definitely. Uh, you know. I'm gonna. I kind of compare it to Dead Cells because they were kind of like, you know, yeah, kind of platformy 2D action games. And I mean, Dead Cells is much better in terms of like the combat mm -hmm. and movement and that stuff. But Iconoclast, I like way more because it was so it got to me in terms of character mm -hmm. and story and stuff. Whereas mm -hmm. I found Dead Cells to be kind of. Uh, yeah, the gameplay was all that was there for you. <laughs> yeah, it was insipid. Kind of dead. Ooh, <gasps> kind of. <laughs> it's not even a joke, the thing I was going to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like Iconoclast. I did too. Okay. Hmm. That's a game I wish we had done a Wii View of. That would have been fun. Yeah. What part? I don't, I don't know. Like a vertical, yeah. Any vertical slice of that game probably wouldn't have been enough. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just have to play that whole game and just <laughs> yeah. think about it, which is hard. Which is yeah. hard. That's a hard sell. I'm, yeah, hmm. but not a dead sell. 
<laughs> See, that was an actual <laughs> joke. Thank you, Michael. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm happy with wherever you guys want to throw this. It <laughs> okay. sounds like it was it was enjoyable for those that actually went through it. Yeah, yeah. Like the first half was like, eh, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Kind of hurts it, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Chris, what are you thinking? I think above Dead Cells, I am totally comfortable with. Really? Yeah, I think it's that good. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That seems pretty perfect to me. Nah. Okay. I'm going to put it in. Okay, you Third. guys. Third game of the year as of right now. We got Is some hard game? hitters coming up here. Uh, <laughs> do we need to take a breather before we do this? <sighs> there. It's where it gets I tough. I will say. I think our game of the year is in that that block. Okay, I think so too, but I think we're looking at different games. I well, I mean, I think both our game of the year and I think my game of and I know for a fact my game of the year is in that. But yes, ooh. I also know that I think I think the the actual winner for the socket might be coming up right now. Tucker, what's the next one? God of War. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) which one do you guys want to do first? I'm okay with whatever. Okay, so Celeste. let's let's get okay. <laughs> Celeste. Celeste. Celeste is about as perfect an indie game as I have played. I agree. I guess I shouldn't qualify that as, indie. <laughs> you know, like why I yeah, qualify yeah. it that way. It's like uh, there was a, a, an idea behind it. Mm-hmm. And they matched that with the gameplay, and they matched that with the story and the soundtrack, the way it looks. Like there, there is a there is a part of the game I did not enjoy as much. I think it kind of falters, maybe two thirds of the way through, three quarters, mm-hmm. where there's kind of like a part that's not so great. But other than that, I was blown away by this game. I was too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In what way, Chris? I, there, there's I I can't you know put too many words to it, but there's some about that special sauce. Yeah, really good platformer play. You know, yeah. as soon as I started that first level, I was like, yes, yes, yep. you guys got it. it just you guys right. know the feel. Yep. And then the music's playing, and I'm like, yes. Yep. All right, I'm sold. I'm gonna play the rest of this game. It doesn't even matter anymore. The, your music's fantastic. Your platforming <laughs> mechanics are fantastic. Yeah. I'm good. Yep. And I was. It's I just, really liked it. It's so cool to take, like, you know, Super Meat Boy, but then actually give you, like, a character you care about and have it feel exactly. okay. like this is, like, a thing. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you said that, because I was watching my brother play this game, and it looked like Super Meat Boy. Yeah. It's a mm. splatformer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which is, I can see being fun. Yeah. Repetitive. But it, it, at the same time, it's like, it seemed like, well, this is... This, this looks like Super Meat Boy, but with a better overall package. Mm-hmm. Super Meat Boy package. Socket. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, music's fantastic. It sure yes. is. Did we do best use of music? It was Red Dead Redemption 2. That's fine. That's fine. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Forget the past. Um, <laughs> I think what sets Celeste apart particularly though is the story. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's thematic. It makes you care about the character. Super Meat Boy, I mean, it's it's Mario. You're a character trying to save yeah. Bandage Girl. 
Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. It is what yeah. it is. I wasn't trying to say that as like a negative thing because I think Super Meat yeah. Boy is yeah. fun. And it just seems like this takes that and then throws in everything else and makes everything else good. Yeah. I You got really good options too. Like yeah. if you're getting frustrated, you know, if you're just here to see what happens in the story and that's really what you like, you can add your you can add another jump. Like you can get a triple jump hmm. in there. Just okay. just for fun. Yeah. You know, just to make things just that little bit easier to, you know, push you over the edge and get you through the rest of the game. Hmm. Hmm. Which I mean also gels well thematically with the entire uh, game and uh, I mean it's it's crazy, man. Like the Ludo narrative synchronous synchronicity. Love it. <laughs> I too love the police. Um when I said I thought our game of the year was going to be in this next block of three, I was thinking Celeste was probably going to be that pick. If yeah. you guys wanted to throw it at the top of this list, I, I feel wholly comfortable with that. I think it's comfortable there right now, for sure. I think Oops. this game, I, it look, I think it looks fantastic. I unfortunately didn't really get a chance to play it, but everything I've seen of it, everything I've heard about it, every conversation I've ever had about it has basically been Celeste is 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 like is game wow. of the year material yeah or people just say it's game of the year right but we're not there mm -hmm. yet we're not making that distinction yet because we have two more nope. games two more games to sock it monster <coughs> hunter world Ooh. Mm. ravage me guys hurt me <laughs> wreck my michael heart. you like anime rip it out I love anime. I love Monster Hunter World. This is my game of the year, guys. I spent 140 hours on this thing, oh and I don't hate it yet. That's crazy. I still like it a lot. Are you willing to die for it, Michael? It, this this is the hill I would die on, and I don't know how to sell it to you guys. I mean, you guys played it. You can't it. have two hills you... to die on, you goof. <laughs> This is, but this is this is my favorite game of the. There was only the one year. Battle of Bunker Hill, Michael, and that was in <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three. That's true. That was like the best part of that game. I think we I can't. Boats, no, we boats. can't start talking boats about Assassin's Creed Three. We got it. We got a. We got snap through this game. <sighs> okay. Michael, I'm just gonna say this right now. I like Monster Hunter World. Not in terms of games I like to play, but I just love. That you love it, I love the concept, I like what they've done with it. Mm -hmm. I respect it a lot. I'm not anti Monster Hunter World in any way. Okay. So obviously you guys know where I stand on this yes. game. Mm -hmm. Personally, my my top my my placement for it would be right under Celeste. Okay. Okay. I don't think that sentiment is shared though. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Christian, what? Because hmm. I, it, 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 it fire, it, it, it hit all, it hits all the right chords for me. I don't know. Yeah. I love the world. I love the monsters. I love how they give you things to level up, but not like it's never like there's an ending. There's always a new thing you want to work towards. There's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's it, it it ticks off all these little neuron receptors where it's like ooh I did good thing Dopamine. I have a gambling Dopamine. problem. Dopamine. Yeah 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 yeah. It's <laughs> it's big and stupid in a way that I appreciate a lot yeah. when it's big and stupid. It's anime. I I 
I think they've built a cool natural environment around it. Again, I've spent 140 hours on this game. Yeah. <laughs> I and I'm not tired of it yet. I could go back and spend another 140 hours on this game. Christian, you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, I. It sucks having this on my shoulders, guys. Okay, put it like below into the breach. Done. For me, for me, it would be in the bottom half. Absolutely. Okay. But I mean, I respect its clout, and I enjoyed you know most of the first forty hours I put into it. I feel like if there was something, someone else with me, or just some little thing there for me that would be able to push me into that latter half of the game that I hear is also great then I would you know it would be great the rest of it would be great I just fell off of it really easily and despite you know still trying at it despite you know still trying that one monster fight that I was hung up on and I still fell off but I mean if I was able to get through that monster fight I might still be playing it today so I, I can appreciate what it does. <laughs> I think we should all get the PC version, and no one can play unless all three of us are playing together. Ooh. <laughs> That's my offer. But... My laptop couldn't handle that, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I said can mod in the Thomas the Tank Engine battles, and... <laughs> nice. No. Um... And the Simba battles, and the no. the extra sexy armor battles, uh -oh. and hmm. for the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there is like this momentum here that Michael, you're fighting against, where this goes below Celeste, and I just wanted you to know. I would be fine either way because it's just a list of video games and it has no bearing on anything and it's completely <laughs> arbitrary. But it wouldn't be... It would. I don't think that, that that would be fair to the full... Yeah. Socket no, group. No, it doesn't. Because I, like I don't think this is... I don't think this is the game of the year for us and I don't... I don't know. Yeah, it. Mm -hmm. I personally, of the from of the games on here, and all mm -hmm. the games I've played this year, I, it's it's my favorite. But I also understand that it's a very niche. Well, maybe not a very niche. Actually, I think this did a lot to erode the niche that Monster Hunter originally sat in. But I think, given the temperature in the room, this game that two of the three of us didn't really <laughs> end up enjoying that much having it be second on the list is I don't think that's fair to you down. guys oh I'm saying I think that's impressive and I am with it but if you want to put it farther down the list that's fine too <sighs> Christian I'm fine with that yeah absolutely I don't know I think it's where would you put it given that aspect <sighs> Well, I'm, where would you put it, Tucker, is actually kind of what I want to ask. I know where Christian wants to put it. Well, I, like, personally or as a group, or...? Well, just where would you put it personally? Uh, personally, I would go Celeste, God of War, and then Monster Hunter. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Hmm. 
but we haven't had the God of War talk yet. Yeah. And I want to respect the fact that Christian <laughs> yeah. wasn't as positive about it too. Um, I think that's that's I think it's important to include. I I, I think Christian's import, uh, opinion holds a lot of water here, and I think yeah. to respect that it should not. I don't feel comfortable with it in second. Okay. Or third. Okay. Well, Christian, where where are you thinking then? Well, I mean, even then, I I feel like there's just that little thing that was missing for me to squeeze the rest of my enjoyment out of Monster Hunter World. And if that was there, I feel like I absolutely could have enjoyed it more than Dragon Ball Fighters. Hmm. So I I'm totally fine putting it up that high. What if we put it above Iconoclast? I'm down with that. I'm comfortable with that. I don't n- none of this feels right to me. You know, when we stock at a game, you know, I always come out of it and I'm like that yeah. felt good. That's where that yeah. belongs. <laughs> that sandwich is perfect. I'm just not feeling that here, you guys. Oh. What if it went below Dragon Ball Z? Be okay with that? <laughs> Start saying I... places it could go and when it sounds perfect to me, I'll go, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Top of the list. Mm, oh, okay. Liked it in third. <laughs> yeah. Can we do God of War first and then come back to Monster Hunter? Yeah. Sure. No, let's let's settle this now. I think conclusion? let's settle this now. Let's okay. settle this now. Okay. It's 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 2019. We're not looking back, but we're looking forward. Okay, Unless let's do the thing we do in the socket when we are having a hard time. Yoko's Island Express. It's better, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Moss going above Moss. Yes. Yep. Going above the messenger. Yes. Yep. Going above Valkyria Chronicles 4. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Going above Smash Brothers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Going above Red Dead 2. Yes. Yeah. Going above Forza. Yeah. Going above Spider Man. Yeah. I notice <laughs> I'm the one saying yes here. <laughs> going above Delta Room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see, we're starting to get to the, the area. No, my, my, my apprehension here is that. <laughs> Again, to me, this is this is my favorite thing that came out this year. Yeah, this is this is my game of the year. I just picture you putting like bamboo shoots up Christian's fingernails right now as we're going through. That's this. that's oh, where ouch. I'm. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I feel like I, I haven't. I, I yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian, is there a ceiling? I, don't know, man. I have passed over into transcendence, and I no longer care if it goes above or below. Dragon Ball Z, so <laughs> whatever you guys want to put it. Let's set it below Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Well, Kristen, where where do you think it belongs? Because you've set it belongs below Celeste. Yeah, if it was for me, it was if it was my personal list, I would put it somewhere in the latter half of this list. Yeah. So that would put it somewhere around Smash Bros. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oof. But yeah, I, I can absolutely see the argument for this. Okay. For Monster Hunter World. Okay, I'm doing it. Doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. Second on the list above Dragon Ball Fighters, below Celeste. Okay. We just have it's to. In. <laughs> we just have to put God of War in the here before one. Michael's internet just dies completely. <laughs> yeah. Where does it go? Okay, God of War I think goes in second place. Okay, above Monster Hunter. This is you have my opinion. Okay, yep. Michael, we love you. <laughs> Don't let if the I'm light still around. Out. I will contribute. <laughs> uh, God of War is really good. It is. It, it is. I like Celeste more. 
I guess. I did too. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Celeste has the same baggage. No, not really. Very true. It has some baggage. It God does. of War does. Yeah. Um, and it's Elfheim. Yeah, there's... No, there's more stuff coming up. <laughs> okay. There's a part with a boat. I, or, yeah. It feels so weirdly... It feels like it derails the plot. Yeah. It feels like it's added here just to have a video game rather than tell what's clearly supposed to be a strong narrative. Yeah. Mm. If God of War was as long as Celeste is, I think it would be a better game. Oh, yeah. I might agree. I'd agree. Hmm. But it's still really, 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 really good. Yeah, it really, is. Really, really, really good. Except you fight the same troll over and over, but that's fine. It's fine. That's, yeah. yeah. Is there is there any other, like, are there any other like boss fights? Is there is there oh, other yeah. things that are going to happen other than fighting the same troll with the same like mm-hmm. cinder block? There's there's a there's a part that is a boss that is pretty cool. About halfway through. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the last boss? Is there one? I don't really remember. Yes. There is. Mm. It's oh. mm. not new or Okay, yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, are we ready to put that in a second? Does that jive with you guys? So. It yeah. jives with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is the cleanest jive I've had this entire conversation. Okay, but Michael, if you want to put Monster Hunter above God of War, I think we could make a deal here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm. Mm-hmm. I think God of War is a more accessible game. I think it what it does for that series is really good, and what it does as a game is really good, despite the fact that I think it carries. It carries some. So, do you want to read off the list, Tucker? Yes. This is it. Should I start from it's the bottom, bottom or the top? Bottom seems start good. From, yeah, start yeah, from the bottom. No one likes to count up. up. Everyone likes to count down. Okay. Your worst game of the year is <laughs> Yoku's Island Express. The worst, best game. Yes. Not a bad yeah, game, like, yeah, just yeah. the worst. The worst, good game. Right. <laughs> right, the game we played. Earth Defense Force 5 is not on here, but it would probably go below that. We'll just throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yoko's Island Express, Moss, The Messenger, Valkyria Chronicles 4, Smash Brothers, Red Dead 2, sorry, Zach, Forza Horizon 4, Spider Man, Delta Room, Assassin's Creed, Odyssey. Odyssey? Odyssey. Return of the Overdim, Donut County, Dead Cells, Iconoclast, Into the Breach, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Monster Hunter World, God of War, and your 2018 game leader is Celeste. Woo! Congratulations. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.